Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today is episode 182, Loving People You Disagree With. So if you're listening to this on the Monday it comes out, tomorrow is election day. And I don't think anyone would argue that it's a pretty tense situation in our country. There is a lot of division, confusion, hurt feelings, and we all kind of just want it to be over. I cannot remember an election in my lifetime that was this contentious and would leave so many people devastated no matter the result. It's just a lot, right? And you are a unicorn if you do not know and love someone who is voting differently than you are. Or maybe you're a different kind of unicorn and you're the only one in your family or your friend group voting a certain way and are really scared to even say that out loud for fear of being attacked or rejected or just seen differently at all. We're all really tender right now, myself included. And to top it all off in terms of timing, we're about to enter the most family friend centric two months of the year with all of the winter holidays. So I think it's time for a little conversation on loving people you disagree with. First off, a couple of quick recent resources that have given me personally a lot of hope in this conversation. Number one is the podcast Pantsuit Politics and their book, I Think You're Wrong, But I'm Listening. Their podcast talks about uh, all that's going on in our country from a very nuanced human perspective. Sarah and Beth, they break down the history of certain policies and laws. And since like they both went to law school, they know what they're talking about. It's just the most helpful, real, soulful, consistent resource when it comes to knowing how to understand our own feelings about what is going on so that we can better listen to our people about their feelings. Next up is a recent episode from Emily P. Freeman on the Next Right Thing podcast, an episode called How to Stay Grounded During Election Season. There's some really good words in that episode. And then another resource is an IGTV conversation I had with Scott Erickson a week or so ago about this very topic, and he shared some lovely thoughts on connection and the humanity in others. It's about 25 minutes long and worth a listen if you haven't seen it yet. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm at the lazy genius. So that's where you can see that. And then finally, 
There is an episode I actually did here on this podcast ages ago called The Lazy Genius Navigates Family Tension. It's not about politics specifically, but just about how to be around people you love when things feel tense. I think I think that that is such a great episode to revisit whenever you're about to encounter friends or family where you just feel a little unsure of how to be. Okay, so I have a handful of thoughts that can help us all love the people that we disagree with, politics or not, but especially right now. Number one, remember what matters. Always, always, always remember what matters. And almost certainly what matters between you and this person you disagree with is the love that you have for each other. Love and connection and the preservation of that love is what matters. Now, does that mean that you cannot disagree? Of course not. We too often conflate arguments with broken relationships. If we're in conflict, then things are going badly, but that is just not true. We're going to have conflict with each other. It is part of being human. So don't expect that. Um, Don't expect if you're in an argument with a parent or a sibling or a spouse or a friend that the relationship is just doomed because you're disagreeing. The beauty of putting the connection under the lens of what matters is that you know that your relationship can survive seeing things differently. That's why it's the relationship that it is, not because you get it right or um, it's the same every single time, you know, it's the same conversation or you agree about the same things, but you make it a point to still connect even when you're different. That's what makes your relationship survive and be what it is. Number two, choose narration over narratives. Okay, I've mentioned this a few times in random places since I heard this from Hillary McBride. And frankly, I don't even remember where I heard her say it in the first place. Um, It was probably an episode of the Liturgist podcast, but I can't be sure. Anyway, but she shared this idea, which has been so valuable in my life since I heard it, and I have been sharing it in lots of random places. So you might have heard me say this before, but choose narration over narratives. When you are in a conversation or a situation with someone where you're starting to feel that rise of discomfort or anger or frustration or despair run up your spine or make your head hurt or your hands shake or your breath quicken, whatever that looks like for you. When you feel yourself experiencing that, pause. Notice that you're having a reaction and rather than let that reaction fuel the narrative that already runs through your head, narratives like, he just doesn't get it. Or how can she say she loves me when she's talking to me like this? Or I said all the wrong things and I, I, I knew I should have kept my mouth shut, right? Rather than letting those narratives run the show, choose narration instead. Actually say out loud, narrate out loud to the person how you are feeling. So instead of saying to yourself, I said that all wrong. You know, I knew I I, I should have kept my mouth shut. You say out loud to the person you love. This is really hard to talk about. And I don't think I said that the way I, I hoped to. 
but you are too important. And having this conversation is too important for me to hide, even though that's what I'd really like to do right now, because I think I just said it wrong. So even though I'm feeling a little vulnerable to keep talking, I will. And I appreciate that you're still listening to me. You see the difference? You narrate what is happening within you so that your narrative doesn't take you down a path of protection rather than connection. Narrate out loud, narration over inward narratives. Thank you, Dr. Hillary McBride, for that beautiful, beautiful paradigm. Number three, this is about politics specifically, and that is to remember the point of government, like for real. Okay, so since we are talking about politics uh, as it sits right now and when we're listening to this, I want to remind you of something that is so helpful for me to remember too. Our government is obviously for the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, hopefully eventually in an equitable way for all people, um, unlike when how our country was founded, right? Because it wasn't for all people. That's our goal, though, is life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. That is what is written down. But in that pursuit, we have different groups of people with different opinions and perspectives and life experiences and values coming together as one to make decisions that serve our country and every person in it the best it can. Our government on principle is based on disagreement and discussion and compromise. There is literally no way we're going to make every single person happy with every single elected official. And we shouldn't expect that or even want that, really. We need all interests represented and brought to the table when it comes to what happens in our cities and our states and our country. But I think we often assume that there is one single way to run the government based on our own opinions. But that's just not, to me at least, a helpful way to think about it. We need to disagree. I think that gives us freedom to accept that. We need to disagree. We need to have different perspectives and opinions. Otherwise, we're not working together to find ways to compromise and meet needs that serve the collective, not just the individual. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 
I found Olive in June in 2020 when we were all looking for new hobbies and things to do. Well, now almost four years later, doing my nails at home with my daughter, Annie, and Olive in June's Manny system is still one of the things I look forward to every week. Olive in June makes it easy to get a salon-worthy manicure from the comfort of your home. The Manny system has everything you need in one box, salon-grade tools designed just for DIY, and your choice of six polish colors. And y'all, the colors they make are stunning. Annie and I just tried out their new colors for Valentine's Day. I'm wearing Love Note, a sparkly nude that matches my skin tone. And Annie is wearing Bouquet, a shimmery pink that matches her personality. Plus, Olive and June's polish is chip resistant and lasts for seven days. Visit oliveandjune.com slash lazy genius for 20% off your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com slash L-A-Z-Y-G-E-N-I-U-S for 20% off your first Manny system. This episode is sponsored by Chomps. With three kids running every which way, life at the Adachi house is very full. Someone is always on the go, whether it's to band practice or to a work meeting or down the street to grandma's house. And I love having Chomps in the pantry for a high protein snack that's perfect for life on the go. Chomps are made with natural ingredients, come in nine delicious bold flavors, and have up to 12 grams of protein per stick. You can even order them online and have them delivered straight to your door. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash genius. Go to chomps.com slash genius to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash genius. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. The days are getting longer, but it's still tough to get the recommended vitamin D from sunshine alone, not to mention the risks we take with sun exposure. That's why I love that my multivitamin is helping me out. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus, that's the one I take, was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. And for someone like me who likes to move but has glass knees, I'll take all the extra support from my multivitamin I can get. Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, flute and major allergen free, and gentle on an empty stomach. Plus, each bottle has a minty essence that makes taking them actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash lazy genius. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash lazy genius for 20% off. Think about it in your personal life. Think about your spouse or your roommate or your coworker. You will never agree on doing everything the same way, ever. I mean, like down to how to load the dishwasher. It's just not how humanity works, right? You will disagree with people on all kinds of things. But being in relationship, it means compromise, listening, understanding. It's true in our families, and it should be true in our country and our politics. Now, you might think, well, yeah, but there are some things that should be universal, that I'm not willing to compromise on. I get that. And I actually affirm that. We need people. We need each other. We need people who are passionate about things to that level, which leads me to point number four. We don't have to take other people's passion personally. 
We all feel pretty passionate about something in this election, probably. Maybe it's about a certain candidate or an issue. Maybe it's about a broader issue of racism, uh, a redeeming civil liberties for those who truly have never fully had them. Maybe it's just you're just passionate, like you're totally over all of this political talk and you are very, very passionate about it going away soon so that you can breathe and feel like a person. The point is we're all passionate about something. Your family member or friend is passionate about something. And when someone else's passion bumps up against your own, when those passions are in conflict, it is so easy to take that personally. That, for example, if your dad is voting for a different presidential candidate than you are, and you're both equally passionate about your choices, that you can't possibly be in any kind of real relationship. It just feels too personal. You know, it just feels like there's no way we can get through this. That's a real thing. And it's so hard. And I'm so, so sorry it's happening. But we don't have to take other people's passions personally. They do not have to be an indictment on us or seen as an indictment on someone else. Someone else's passions do not have to be an indictment on them, right? Now, it's easy to take this to the extreme, I think, of like, if someone is passionate about killing people who look differently than them, then that is that is an indictment on them. Yes, I think it is in terms of their choices. But if you had a family member who was held accountable for a choice like that and was in prison, if you were the cousin of the shooter who opened fire in Emmanuel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Charleston, or you were the daughter of the man who opened fire during that music festival in Las Vegas. I would like to invite you to imagine what that would be like. What if someone you deeply love did something egregious? Take it to the extreme if you need to. I believe you would still love them. You would not excuse their choice. You would not condone their belief system. You would not ignore the situation, but you would love them. You would visit them in prison. You would probably cry when you got a letter from them and you have to force yourself to open it and read it, but you would still open it and read it. Even in the worst situation, the worst offense cannot dismantle love. It will absolutely change the dynamic of the relationship. Absolutely. Those really, really hard differences that we might come up against, but we can sustain love in a relationship that often feels unsustainable. I am not saying that is easy, but I think that remembering that we can be passionate and see things differently, even things that feel fundamentally opposed and still love each other is such an important hallmark of relationship. We don't have to take other people's passions personally to a point that the relationship is doomed. Love always wins. Always, always, always wins. This actually reminds me of my own experience from a couple of weeks ago. Um, You might've seen a post I shared on my Instagram feed about who I'm voting for and why. And it definitely caused some tension and turmoil, which I totally expected for many of the reasons that I've just shared in this episode already. We have our narratives and our passions. And when those come into opposition with someone we care about, even a stranger internet person, it's really unsettling. But I want to say here in this context, because um, it feels like just on the money in this, is that some of my favorite interactions during that week were not with people who agreed with me. They were with people who didn't, but who approached the conversation 
the way that we have been talking about today. There was love, there was expectation of sustainable love in stranger internet world. There was a curiosity and a posture of kindness and understanding. There were conversations with people who understand the tension and the nuance and were seeking to hear and be heard, to see and be seen through a lens of what really matters, connection, humanity, honesty, and love. I saw that modeled by people like Leanna, Kate, Amy, Jessica, Meredith. We will vote differently, but we, even as internet strangers, are more connected now than we were before our conversations. That is the goal here with our families and the people that we love, and even sort of with strangers if the situation presents itself, but we have an opportunity to love each other in deeper ways, drawing closer to each other as we face tough situations together when we disagree and realizing that if we can love our enemies, which we're called to, if you are a believer in scripture, we are called to love our enemies. If we can love our enemies, oh my goodness, of course we can love our families and our people even more in our disagreements. We get a chance to demonstrate that to show that like a political decision or a vote is never enough to wreck a relationship, that our relationships with each other are strong enough and beautiful enough to continue to love despite disagreements. And one, one final thought here as we end number five, I think there are five of these. Am I on five? You are allowed to walk away. If you're in a conversation that feels dangerous or too hurtful for your emotional capacity in that moment, or you feel yourself like getting so angry that you're going to say something you know you will regret, you are allowed to walk away. And again, choose narration over narratives. You can say out loud to that uncle or brother or mom or friend, I love you. And I care about you and your right to care about what you want to care about. Right now, I am feeling fill in the blank and I need a break. You matter to me more than my being right or finishing this conversation right now. So I'm going to go somewhere else for a minute and get to a place where I can remember what matters most, which is that you and me stay connected to each other. And then you leave. You also get to set boundaries, right? If someone in your life is talking inappropriately or inhumanely about another person, you can leave or you can say, this conversation would benefit from speaking about people in a way that reflects their humanity. So please speak that way for the sake of all of us. You can remind people of that. And if it continues, if disrespecting humanity continues, you leave, right? I think we all anticipate in our heads and hearts that That's how all disagreements are going to end with someone leaving, that everyone will like just immediately start yelling and talking over each other and disagreeing rather than remembering that relationships can survive and even grow deeper when there are disagreements discussed in a loving, curious, honest way. We assume the worst and then we therefore avoid it altogether. And I get that. 
But as you attempt to love people you disagree with, remember that a way to do that is to walk away when you need to walk away in a loving, boundaried way. This is such a light episode, isn't it? (laughs) But no matter what happens tomorrow on election day and how things shake out for our country in the weeks that follow, we all belong here and we all belong together. In her beautiful book, The Very Good Gospel, Lisa Sharon Harper says this, we are well aware that there are only two kinds of beings, creature and creator. We are creature. God is God. We are not. Therefore, we are not free to do as we please with creation. Our dominion must bow to the will of God. And if it is to be in the image of God's dominion, then it must be grounded in love. Love binds all creation together. And I would say too, that even if you do not believe in the God of the Bible, I think we all recognize the power of love to redeem and heal and bring us together. So no matter what happens tomorrow, we can all continue to fight for justice and what sparks our passion while being sparked on an even deeper level by love and compassion for the humanity in the soul sitting across from us at the table or next to us in line at the store or on the other side of the telephone in a tense conversation. It's love. It's love. I hate to quote a Beatles song here, but like love is all you need, right? So we can indeed love, deeply love even, the people we disagree with. Remember what matters. Choose narration over narratives. Remember the point of government and of relationship even and how it can actually thrive and become better when we all bring our thoughts to the table. We don't have to take other people's passions personally. And in the midst of all this, you are allowed to walk away. You can still deeply love and walk away. The two are not mutually exclusive. I hope this episode gives you a little bit of hope as we go into these next few weeks of what feels like uncertainty. Remember what is certain. Remember who you are. Remember the humanity in others. And always, always remember love. Thanks for being here with me today. I appreciate each and every one of you. Until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra, and I'll see you next week. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.